This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Who gon' check me, boo? And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld How's it going? Yep. You know, it's going great. It's uh, It's been a minute since we recorded a regular episode. I hope you mm. guys enjoyed our episode with Sasha Morfa last week and our Q&A episode. We'll be doing more fun stuff like that in the future. But I'm so happy to be back talking about Potomac this week. Ep- this episode has a lot of different things going on to cover. We and... The trending news, you know, there's just a lot going on. Awful premiere that is Orange County. We shall get yeah. to. You know, like we t- <laughs> we told we uh, we let you guys know earlier in the week, but in case you missed it, we are watching Real Housewives of Orange County and sharing our thoughts here and there. You know, it's definitely not a normal season, but. A lot of you still said you're going to watch, so we're going to mention it all as we... As As we do. uh, (laughs) As is our way. (laughs) First, we wanted to take a second to um, just acknowledge something really scary that happened over the weekend. Brandy Redmond's uh, mother-in-law and daughter Brinkley were in a car accident, and sadly, her mother-in-law passed away um, really tragically. Brian's social media post was, like, really heartbreaking, Um, Her daughter Brinkley was in the car, but is okay. They've posted, um, you know, asking for prayers and stuff, but that she is going to be okay. This was such a sad, it's just such a sad story. I mean, this is heartbreaking completely. I can't even imagine. And um, it's also really sad right now what Brinkley must be going through. You know, they also, yes, Mm -hmm. she's alive and, and well, thank God, but they also have to now think about, steps moving forward and the trauma that she um, went through. But yeah, we just wanted to say that our thoughts and prayers are with the Redmond family because that is just awful, awful news. Yeah. Those kids are so cute too. Those little redheads. (laughs) The redhead clan. (laughs) Um, Okay. We also want to talk, we should talk a little bit about um, Cynthia Bailey's wedding spectacular you would, have never known, you would have never known it was a pandemic other than some face shields and maybe a mask here or there. Um, like, here's the thing. What was the point? Was this postponed? Yeah, it was postponed. No, so like, no, no. oh, it wasn't postponed. Her, her whole thing was the second they got engaged, she was like 10, 10, 20, 10, 10, 20. Okay. And so they, they like made the decision. It was supposed to be outdoors, but then there was a hurricane. So they moved indoors and it was every sign to not have the wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Cynthia, this whole 
people exclusive article going through all the safety protocols and she said everyone was going to be wearing a mask at all times which just like from the very first minute people started posting pictures during the wedding it was clear that that wasn't happening it's like, well it's funny yeah. too because ali jill and ali posted they made these custom masks for cynthia's wedding like she showed them she previewed them and i yeah. was like good thing she showed them on her story because i did not see them at the wedding no and yeah I, I, I was thinking about that too. I like, I believe the masks were there, but I did not see anyone wearing them. Yeah. Um, I mean, Cynthia looked I, breathtaking as usual. Cynthia looked, she looked beautiful. Portia looked, Portia looked phenomenal. Eva had a weird little cone on her head. Here's um, the thing though. I'm that type of person. Karen Huger looked stunning. Oh, I mean, let's be real. I don't care who I offend at this point about going to events. Not like what I say, but going to events. We're like, uh, I know a lot of people at Cynthia's wedding were probably uncomfortable, yeah. hopefully, being there because of what's going on in the world. So like... Did they just not feel comfortable enough to be like, no, I'm not coming? Or were those people actually, in fact, wearing masks at the wedding? Like, we'll never know. I, I, I think it's it's just, did she make everyone get tested beforehand? Probably not. Like, I, it was no. just, that was a yeah. lot of people. That was, right. It was a big wedding, even in a normal time. And other than, you know, the occasional mask, it was clear that, it looked pretty normal. And yeah, yeah it's just weird because it's like we have coworkers. I'm sure you have friends. I have family that have postponed their weddings this year. And like, you know, we have two coworkers that were supposed to get married this month that aren't. And it's like, yeah. every, for other, for, no, for like most people, this still isn't normal. And it's like, okay, Cynthia. Well, when people have events like the one Cynthia did, you're making it seem like moving forward, it's okay for everybody to do that. I know. And that's the scary thing for me where everyone's like, oh, so it's okay. I, I could have my the wedding of my dreams. No, well, you could, but you definitely shouldn't yet. But So what was, what was <laughs> most interesting to me is we, there were rumors and then Claudia Jordan on Twitter confirmed that Bravo did not film the wedding. They were not present in attendance. And... Definitely, like, Atlanta is still filming right now. Definitely, they were planning to film the wedding. And the story that came out is that production basically told Cynthia right before her wedding that they weren't going to come because of COVID concerns. And honestly, good for them. Would I love to see, you know, HD footage of Cynthia getting married on my TV? Of course yes. I would. It's a great storyline. I'm sure a lot of the season is kind of built around her wedding preparations, but I that's not worth all of those cameramen and producers and everybody feeling like they don't have a choice of being in this potential super spreader event. Well, that's goes back to what I was saying about not like caring if they're offending, like Bravo didn't go, which means they made the choice above all to be like, no, we're, we're going to look out for our crew members. And like, yeah. I would have wanted my wedding filmed. Like that's crazy, you know? And you do think like, well, what if production was wearing masks? I, I don't know. There's probably so much more involved that we don't know about, but congratulations to Cynthia. Like I yeah. hope the wedding was what she, everything she wanted and more. Um, and hopefully a lifetime, have a of, lifetime chill. of happiness and chill. Yes. Um, 
let's get into this week's episode of Potomac. We've had a few days to kind of marinate with it. <gasps> I watched Normally, it last night, so I do not. Wait, so it's did I. <laughs> 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 It was like, it was a little like Sunday night. I just was, I wasn't in the right state of mind and I didn't want to like, you know, I couldn't just half watch it. So there's a lot going on this episode. We've, it's sort of like, we're still getting Monique and Candace stuff, but I also appreciate that we've moved on to some other things dealing with as well. We, I would say the centerpiece of this episode is Karen returning to Surrey County, Virginia. That was. For her homecoming honor. And (laughs) I love the way she says that she's bringing old Jizzy and Ashley to Oh, I know, I know. Well, I I thought the the choice of, like, I thought it was very weird that it was Karen, Giselle, and Ashley going to Surrey County, Virginia. Like, I was like, what is, what is, what is this connection? I'm very confused. Seeing Karen in this quote-unquote parade, homecoming parade, (laughs) was the best thing I have seen on television to date. She was in all her glory. It was the, it was amazing. There was literally under a hundred people combined, like on both sides of the roads. They are like chucking candy. And, and you know, what's (laughs) funny. Giselle in her interview was like, I don't know why She's in this parade, blah, blah, blah. Why can't you be happy for someone for two seconds? Hey, Giselle, want me to tell you why she has a homecoming parade? She is from this small, small, small town in Virginia, and she's on network television. Like, for them, that's a big deal. Do you really needed us to tell you that is why? Like, it's she just, is a celebrity in her this- town. Seeing where Karen Huger comes from, it just makes everything make so much sense because she has this sense of grandeur, even when she is on the farm in a parade of 10 people, you know, like it's real for her. I fully believe it's so easy to watch Karen Huger on TV and be like, this woman's ridiculous. Like she's, you know, acting like she's like the queen of whatever. And it's like, no, I think she fully, she believes the fantasy. Yeah, and, I, and it was I so love it cute for her. seeing people run up to the car and give her, like, that was very, very nice to see. Like, I just, I was like, come on, like, there, you know why you're here. Like, that she's, be happy for her. Like, she, it, you know, she was very, like, down to earth, but, like, excited at the same time. And, um. My people. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, it was amazing. She was clapping. She was, like, talking to her fans. Like, it was, it was it was great. And I was so happy. I was like, I'm so happy to be involved in that. I was not there, but I really wish I was. That I that pastel suit. Come Ooh. on. And come on, here's the thing. Let's not forget on the way there. Let's not, you know, let's, although I don't like to mention Ray, not saying I love you back and saying, take care. <sighs> and also leaving her hanging with a kiss. Hey, Ray, just letting you know, why don't you just turn it on really quick for the cameras or for the two friends that are in the car? How about that? Yeah, I don't understand why he seems so clueless as to like what's going on here. Not in terms of his marriage, but in terms of the show. Like, does, does he really, really not care about She was like- leaning out of the car with a kiss face. She almost fell out of the car and he closed the door. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. It, that was very shady that they, re- they like showed him closing the door from like four <laughs> different angles. <laughs> 
so Surrey County, uh, hands down, my favorite part of the episode. Karen and Ashley riding on that giant combine. Oh my God, just <laughs> everything I wanted. Splash Refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin in orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Can we talk about Wendy and her sister that we met this week? Loved every second of it. I feel like we have been really um, spoiled this year because we got Leah and her sister Sarah, who we mm-hmm. love as a duo. Mm-hmm. And now we have Wendy and her sister Ivy, who I feel like could easily hang with this cast. She's probably too busy with her job as a literal surgeon, but Um, is it bad that whenever Wendy is on the screen and now when her and her sister on the screen that I do feel a little like le- like personally feel like less educated. Not from them because they're so smart. So like, I feel like, not like, I know that sounded weird. Like I feel less educated. No, I know what you mean. It makes me feel inadequate. Right, like they are so brilliant and like know what they're talking about that I'm like, shoot, I should have gone to school more than I did. I, yeah, so they're talking about Wendy is scared to talk to their mom about not wanting to be a professor anymore. I think that is a really, interesting dynamic it's something that we don't see on housewives very much because to be honest a lot of these women don't have careers like that it's not that they're like <laughs> yeah i mean i don't mean that in a shady way it's just no like, i know not, i said we said not that a lot before. of them have like legit real jobs like that and i think with the cultural element of it too where you know they're Nigerian and it's this big point of pride and her mom, you know, is like, has this status in their community because she has a a daughter with a PhD and a daughter who's a surgeon. And I think it's really cool that they're kind of unpacking that. And I, I'm glad that they're showing us that. And it looks like next week we're going to get, you know, some cool Wendy uh, situation. So yeah, I'm I'm into it. They're just really motivating and um, very nice to listen to because it's not, you know, the difference was with that. It wasn't women bickering. It was Wendy and her sister having like an adult conversation that was easy to listen to. Yeah. And that's the difference between some. Speaking of adult (laughs) conversations. um, Oh boy. Robin Dixon owes $90,000 in taxes. How did this happen? How did we get here? Literally, how did we get here? Because rewind, like we saw on this week's episode, did we not see Robin was the one asking Karen 
how that happened. How do you not know? How do you not pay? And here's my personal question to Robin, because it was clearly just Robin, not Juan. They made that like very clear that it was Robin's taxes. How, if you've had financial trouble in the past, which you have, you're open to, you've been, you've talked about, how did you not hire a legitimate accountant to do this for you? It's like so frustrating hearing <laughs> Robin talk to Candace about like, you know, I'm a bad accountant. And it's like, we all know you're a bad accountant. Yeah. I'm an accountant. <laughs> like, That's not something to fuck around with. It's Seriously. like, fool, fool me once, shame on you. Like, I, What's the, I don't know what the thing is, but it's like, it's Robin. Okay, moving on. Yeah. Robin, we've all been around the block with your financial situation before. We know why you're living in that townhouse or whatever, way out in the middle of nowhere. Like, come uh, hire, I don't care how much money you're making. You have, you make enough money to hire somebody to, to do your taxes. Right. And the sad thing is for them is it is a domino effect, like she said, and it is, does affect more than just you paying it back. They can't buy a house now. Like that was their next step. And we saw them last season finally getting out of that and going to buy a house. And now like, it's uh, just a mess. It's like, I know it's easier said than done. Like, yeah, hire an accountant, blah, 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 blah. But like, maybe she thought she could do it. She has quickly learned she can't. So Rob, Robin's fina- finances are a mess, and that wig that she wore to role play with Juan is a mess. She, oh my god, that role play made me not hor- like the opposite of wanting to. Ha- so I was about to say horny, but I thought that was like inappropriate. But I just said it anyway. Like it made me not want to like have no. But I don't like I don't like like that saying it like Guys, I don't know it's just a weird word Barry is not horny <laughs> that, no tell me if you're you that, like that oh. role play was so like not sexual that I was like oh my god ew like if I was with a guy watching that I would not be turned on I <laughs> I was <laughs> I was talking about this in a, one of my group chats was talking about it and the consensus was the, the main issue with this scene is that it's obvious they just did it for like something fun to do on the TV show and that neither of them are actually into it. And it really shows because Juan's kind of like, what is this? But then he also is like half playing along. And, and she it's was just, like, I'm from Latvia. Yeah. And he was like, <laughs> that sounds you far. Could have, you could have chosen anything and he's never heard of Latvia, which by the way, I am Latvian. So I, oh I think I, I think I am. My mom told me we were like a while ago. So like, I was like, oh, maybe I should role play and be like, I'm from that. You can be Natalia or Natasha or whatever her. Yeah, it just was so, (laughs) like, so bad. Oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) I want to move on from this. (laughs) Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. 
Spring has sprung, and that means it is time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring ones, make sure you are using Ibotta to get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys, so you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you are purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, a new warm weather bedding set, or a flight for that summer getaway you've been eyeing. Other apps, they give you points that don't amount to much. But with Ibotta, you just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including all your favorite grocery stores, Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code MENTION. Let's move on. I feel like the, the other important scene this week was Monique at home with Chris and her pastor and first lady of the church come over. And I think mm-hmm. it's 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 interesting that it was both couples, considering that I don't think Chris or the first lady spoke the entire scene. Chris so did like, here is, and there. The first lady I yeah. did not know was there. Like, is this just how they, you know, is that like protocol that you can't meet alone or something? I don't know. But Monique, I can't decide how I feel about where Monique landed with this, because I feel like at the beginning, they're talking about her blacking out, which we've kind of established is bullshit to mm-hmm. a degree. And she's they're still talking about that. And clearly that's kind of what her pastor has been told is the case, that it's like you blacked out in a fit of rage. And so that feels a little, it feels a little disingenuous that Monique is kind of still going with that. But at the same time, she does get to a place where she is yep. emotional and is saying you know, she didn't deserve that. And it wasn't about her. It was about me. And so I think that's an important thing. And she says that she owes Candace an apology, which is clearly not where we were at last week. I agree with you in the sense that we did see her actually break through. Like we saw her, she, you could tell she was holding it, holding it, holding it, holding it. And then she finally said that. Um, but listen, we all want to see the good in Monique. Like I do, but Part of me was like, is she, is she saying this to still cover up that what she did was wrong? Like, I don't know, but I, mm. I do believe the fact that she said Candace didn't deserve that. Listen, everyone deals with everything differently in their lives. And this maybe Candace hit some sort of nerve that Monique was looking at her where she can take it out on Candace because she was the only part in this situation that let her do that. Do you know what I, does that make sense? Yeah. And so and so unfortunately now she's come to the conclusion where you're you know what you're right. I did this on her and she didn't deserve that because it had nothing to do with her. I think a little bit had a little to do with her because I think she just doesn't like her. But yeah um I think well those I were real it's... tears. Those were definitely real tears. Like yeah. I, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's hard because at this point, I don't know, we don't know the exact timeline. It's a little foggy, but it seems like at this point, it's likely been 
a couple of weeks since the incident and they're having this conversation or at least a week. Cause she says like, when I met with you last week to her pastor and she's just now getting to the point where she's like, yeah, I guess I owe her an apology. And at this point, Candace has already moved on to whether she's going to press charges and get the attorneys involved. So I feel like it's a, it's kind of like too little too late for Monique, even if she were to apologize now, because if she had called Candace the next day and been like, I don't know what happened. I am so sorry. You know, that was so wrong. But when somebody has two weeks and they're, and then they're like, okay, the adrenaline's gone. It's like, that's not how adrenaline works. <laughs> well, uh, I know. And part, maybe like at some point she was not adrenaline, but just kept thinking about it in different scenarios. Maybe her mind um, wasn't in the right place to apologize. Even yeah. though you're right. It should have been the next day, but no, the next day might've been a little too soon, but Speaking of that, I did want to go back when about the um, pressing charges. At first, when they mentioned Karen said that to Candace, I was like, ooh, shady. But then when they went to and showed Karen saying it, she w- she owned up to it completely. She was like, no, yeah, I said that. She was like, and I'm going to make... Now we don't know, though. She said, I'm going to make sure Monique knows I said that. Do we find out that she said that to Monique? Because I think Candace yeah. wasn't being... Sh- I'm sorry. I think Karen wasn't being shady. <laughs> she was being honest. She was, she was like, that is what I would do. Uh, yeah, I think Karen... Karen has been getting some heat for kind of sitting on the fence, but in, in, in her defense, I think she really is just trying to be honest about that she does kind of see both sides and that she's not condoning what Monique did, but she understands Monique's perspective. But then clearly also she is sympathetic to Candace's side because she's saying she would press charge. So yeah, I think it's a little... To say Karen won't pick a side is kind of like oversimplifying it because I think she really is just trying to be like honest about, yeah. yeah. Um, But you know, a very interesting episode. It's, it's only going to get more, you know, intense because it looks like next week we might get some charges pressed. (laughs) I I know we do see, and you know, it's crazy. I know, but you know, the thing with these shows is because they do film so many months before us seeing it is well, last night when we saw Monique opening up, we're like, oh, wow, like this could be, you know, yeah. a change. <laughs> and then we're like, yeah, no, that was, that was quick. Thank you so much. No. Yeah. Um, let's, okay. Well, let's just talk about. <laughs> yeah. Our, the season premiere of Orange County was last night. And I do want to know how it opened up because I don't know about you, but when I was listening to this voice, I was like, why does this voice sound so familiar? Who is this voice? This does not sound like anyone I know on the show. <laughs> Come to find out it was Gina Keogh. OG. Gina Keogh, OG narrating this monologue about what 15 the years hell? of whatever. Okay. This is, I will say, Maybe. like, they knew that they, they knew that Vicky wouldn't pick up the phone when they called. Like, <laughs> no, no disrespect to Gina Keogh, but what like, it should have been Vicky. <laughs> uh, well, here's the thing. Like, they didn't even give up. It was almost like the first time you watched Gossip Girl and you're like, why does that voice <laughs> sound so familiar? Oh, it's Kristen Bell. But like, watch we had no idea. Live, watch What Happens Live tweeted that it was like Mary Alice Young on Desperate Housewives. <laughs> Yeah, it's so true. The thing is, I this season, I think the biggest issue with this season, aside <laughs> from the like specific problematic aspects, is that this cast is just such a jumble. Like there's no one in this cast 
I like Bronwyn just fine. I have my moments with Shannon. You know, it's listen. It's not that I. It's not that I hate everyone in the cast, but I think as a group, there's just nothing that I'm excited about with these people. I think they went ahead and fired Tamra and Vicky a little too soon before figuring out what the next step would be. So they, it was, yes, sometimes we feel about these housewives that it is their time to go, okay. But hear me out, maybe it wasn't their time to go. Maybe it was, but it wasn't time to have these people take over. Guys, I agree, Dylan. This this cast has no dynamic. They even said it. Bronwyn and Emily are not friends. Like it's it's very very forced. And and here's the other thing. I know. Just jumping there. There's nothing really to jumping around because that's what we have to do with this episode. I hate when filming starts and it's like. Shane and Emily, for example, they're at dinner and Shane's like, "How are the girls? How is Bronwyn? What do you mean? I. It's so not organic you know what i mean like why are they at dinner talking about the cast of women and all of a sudden they all live in the same neighborhood and it's like okay cool they're all they're all walking to each other's homes and like also i forgot about emily until we saw her like i i was like okay like the cast is the cast and then emily and shane popped up and i'm like oh right her what like (laughs) i don't i'm sorry we don't have we look we're stuttering like we're like mm, can I, I just say, say on social media, I feel like they've been positioning <laughs> Shannon as like the centerpiece of the cast. And it just feels underwhelming, like so deeply. Like I. Well, cause she's next in line. At, she's the right, next. Right. And like, she's, you know, she's the one who's been on the show the longest now since season nine, which is like crazy, but it's just, it doesn't, it doesn't listen. feel it's like hard it to should. hold that center orange. It's hard to, to be the center. <laughs> the cr- uh, but the- speaking of Shannon, I loved how I I love seeing her this happy. I do. I'm sorry. It is yeah. wild to see what where she started, what she went through, what she went through. We I know we all say Dorinda should have taken a year off. What Shannon went through should she should not have been on the show that year absolutely it was mentally draining on her it had an effect on her a terrible effect and now to see her with like this blended family so happy uh harry connick jr look-alike i am so happy for (laughs) her like it, it she seems in a very very good place but not as the main character of the show no Meanwhile, Gina also has a very cute boyfriend who she seems happy with, but this living situation, I just, I'm not, I don't want to like house shame anyone, but this this is not what I come to Real Housewives to see. Gina, Gina and Travis are, they have a blended family and they're living in this townhome with six kids and the Six kids, they have a girl bunk bedroom and a boy bunk bedroom. Well, because she has two boys and a girl. He has two girls and a boy. I, <sighs> Again, I'm sorry. we are happy for them. She is in a really good place too compared to where she was. <laughs> but these like women are like, they're, these women are getting their lives together in front of us. They're, they did not do it during the year. They're doing it right now. Like on <laughs> camera, like we are watching it and I'm just like, oh my God, take a moment, take a break. Like 
take a, take a little time to yourself and then come back. Like, Oh my, it's one thing if like one person on the show, we're like, Oh wow, look at I that know. shit show. But it's, this is the whole cast. We're like, <gasps> right. So the only person who seems to be getting her shit together at this point is Bronwyn who yeah. has stopped drinking and is kind of, she's not really talking about it with the women yet, but she is sober. She says in the episode that she is an alcoholic and she posted on Instagram last night that she, I think is like 250 days sober right now, which is awesome. It's interesting though, because you can tell like her getting sober, admitting she has an issue. That's amazing for her, but it's weird to me how they're, it feels forced how they're making it into such an issue already on the season because all of the women are talking about how Bronwyn was a disaster and she drank so much and you couldn't even have a friendship with her because you never, you, she was only drunk all the time. And I feel like last season she got, you know, maybe drunk and crazy a couple times, but we didn't really talk about it very much. Like nobody seemed that concerned. So it feels a little forced that all of a sudden it's like, this is the thing that all of us are focused on that Bronwyn is just a drunk. And it's like, I, oh, oh yeah. uh, okay. Like, I guess, I guess. why are we all so the, concerned? Yeah. And here's the thing I don't like. It's okay. We do learn that she is an alcoholic, but I don't like when other people don't live that lifestyle or act that way. So they pass a judgment. Like yeah. just because someone else doesn't drink at all or just doesn't drink as much doesn't mean that when someone else does and gets drunk that they have a drinking problem. You know, I mean, in yeah, this it's case, hard. she she did, but it's hard. Um, I think we've seen kind of the same thing with Dorinda that you can call out someone's specific behavior and the way they act without being like you're a drunk. You know, like, yeah. and that it's more productive to come it's more productive to be specific and to say you know sometimes i think when you drink you act like blah 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 blah, blah. and you know Bron- bronwyn's talking about a specific time when she was in miami and she was drinking way too much and i think that's you know it's good that she's being honest with herself but the way the women are kind of already harping on it feels like okay you really just need a storyline <laughs> yeah but i did um think that conversation with emily was great i think her um saying that i think that was just very powerful um, cause yeah. I think she was being authentic and emotion, re- like emotional and raw. And that was nice to see, honestly, cause for obvious reasons, just nice to see someone. Yeah. Be you know, I think like we've talked about this at this point, obviously, you know, this wasn't like the worst premiere ever. It's just underwhelming. Everything about OC this season just feels underwhelming and, you know, we'll see how it goes. I'm nervous for them to get to all the quarantine stuff. I just feel like it's going to be a bleak ride, but you know. I know. And honestly, I have to be honest, I watched Real Housewives of Potomac this week's episode after OC and I was like, Mm -hmm. wow, what a breath, a breath of fresh air. I was like, this is so much. I know. I was like, how does that, how does that go? Um, Potomac is just so much better yeah than one episode of voc i was like maybe it'll get better listen we're optimistic people here maybe maybe it will <laughs> but i can't make um, any promises <laughs> on that note i'm just gonna give out my number one bravo love in the group to uh karen huger me too it's i mean who else would it be this week come on she is the homecoming queen of surrey county <laughs> 
I was smi- I, I honestly, I think I'm going to watch that scene again. I yes. was smi- I'm smiling baby. right now thinking about <laughs> it. It was the best scene like in Hellswap. Like it, it was very, very good. Like a beautiful, beautifully I'm, done, Karen. Beautifully done. I'm so glad they showed that to us because it was just, oh, it was joyous. <gasps> Imagine they didn't, God forbid. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Guys, on that note, don't forget to check out our Bravo by Betches collection from Shop Betches. Go to shopbetches.com to check it all out. I'm wearing my Mention It All hat right now. It's very comfortable and very stylish. Uh, and don't forget, you can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches, and you can rate, review, subscribe anywhere you listen to the podcast. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a Wildberry Splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.